0: What's going on? It's your man DJ, a wonder from the Royal Radio Podcast, man. Thank you guys so much for checking in with us and checking out episode three. This episode was so much fun to do. We had a really good conversation. Just a heads up before you listen to it. We did have some technical difficulties as we were recording. We had some mics go down and we had some issues with our recording software. So, but the conversation was so good. We decided to keep the episode and not scrap it or re-record it because we wanted to keep the essence of everything that we had discussed on this day. when we record it so the audio is a little bit off but bear with us Um, continue to check in and really dial into the episode i really think we had some great conversation about the holy spirit chad and ty were amazing in this episode so although the audio is a little off um, continue to bear with us we promise we're going to work as best as we can to make sure we fix all the inconsistencies and everything going on with our mics to make sure that every episode is clean and crispy for you guys to check out and so that it benefits you and that you can share it with uh, friends and family so thank you guys so much for checking out the raw radio podcast we appreciate you. We love you. Here's episode three, the Holy Spirit, with Pastor Chad and my man Ty Buckingham. Stay tuned. Hola. Have you ever had dreams
1: that that you um you
0: had? Okay, let's go. If you have to have finite answers to infinite questions, uh, you're not gonna move.
1: What if your truth isn't the truth?
0: You know I didn't come here to preach to you today. But you know, I feel good, I feel good, cause I know there's a God somewhere. Yo, 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 what's going on, Roar Radio, we back in the house, y'all. What's good, everybody? Yo. Y'all here? I'm back. Chad, yeah. what's going on? Yeah,
1: I man, I was gonna like, get a couch and just we
0: here. here and sleep here, yeah. Okay. Man, Roar Radio episode three. I almost said four, but episode three, we in the building, man. I'm so excited. We are here. Uh, we're going to just jump right into it, man. I got probably the smoothest voice this side of the Eastern Conference Finals on my on my right. Chad Price. Pastor Chad Price is in the building. Hey, hey. What's going on? And to my left, I got probably one of the coolest millennials I've ever met in the world. Wow. Right here in the building. My man, Ty, a.k.a. Buckingham Palace. Thank you. I needed that. <laughs> Was that probably the best intro you've ever? That's given? one of them. Yeah, I'm a, that's top. That's, that's top five. I'm going for like intros like John Cena just coming in the gate. Yeah, cool. I love it. John I'm Cena has it. like the coolest cool intro throttle, ever. Bro. All right, man, we in here, Roar Radio. We in we roaring for the kingdom, man. We about to jump into the Holy Spirit. Like I like to call it the Holy Force. Uh, so I got these two guys in here, man, jumping in with me. Th- you y'all, y'all, thank you so much for coming through, man. I'm not so excited about it. Excited be here, uh, yeah, but before we jump all the way in, uh, I got some Star Wars fans in the building right now. Praise God. All Praise the way. God. All the, way. all the way. I know me and Chad, we talked about the Mandalorian, but Ty, I know you are a huge star wars fan am i correct
2: yeah man the more i talk about it I feel like the more people will not believe that i have a
0: wife so
2: <laughs> it's dangerous man
0: that is dangerous all right so um man we got like tell me favorite movie favorite character and maybe like favorite star wars moment for you
2: okay um i so here's the thing i'm not a huge empire strikes back guy okay which i know that's like the best one but is it the best one? that's whatever people say I don't, I don't know i'm a huge fan of rogue one that Ooh. is my go-to favorite alternate
1: storyline uh, yeah, yeah
2: it's it's yeah. very different but i love how it connects all of the stories in a lot of ways and it's just i think it's cool because you see star wars as more than just jedi in that in that yes. video and i like that one and the humor is really cool the acting is kind of sweet no i just love how they fixed the plot hole of the of the old school okay. movies? So that was cool.
0: Yeah, that one could have been like if they just said this movie and they just came out, that could have just stood alone by itself. And it yeah, just yeah, been yeah, for great sure. With nothing else. All right, favorite character? I
2: I don't know, man. I really like Ahsoka. She's pretty cool. Oh
0: yeah. You know,
2: like, I'm going through the Clone Wars. I'm on season three right now, I'm trying to go to the Bad Batch pretty soon. Ooh. I'm trying to bust through it, so I'm actually. I've gone through it once I think like halfway through but I'm going I found this uh, this link where it shows me the important episodes to watch so I'm <laughs> skipping all the fillers so, you're, oh, so good dude I'm like <laughs> just cliff noting yeah I'm just I'm cliff noting it man yeah man so oh I like so is kind of cool and interesting because she gets this really unique perspective of Anakin like she that's sees true. the transition more than anybody and, and then she kind of you know parts ways with you know the Jedi and
0: it's kind of cool man okay it. and then uh favorite Star Wars moment Favorite Star Wars moment? Can I, can I can I choose conspiracy instead? Because I okay, oh cool I wasn't even I, going that okay, direction. I, but so let's go.
2: I've heard of this and I love the idea that Jar Jar Binks is actually like the evil I mastermind read of it all, that. and I, I read love that. it. I love it so much. And also George Lucas says his favorite character is Jar Jar Binks, so I think that's really fascinating. I hate him. He sucks. Yeah, but he's annoying. Yeah, he's the worst. He's he, yeah, and he's, yeah. Sorry, just uh, trying it's to think. It's the of, voice, though. It's the voice, I, man. Like
1: I, I can deal with the looks; like the looks are okay. It's weird.
2: Yeah, it's just all. It's like too it comedy for me. But then he's you. like, if you look at his storyline, man, he's kind of the mastermind, low key behind making all the stuff go down.
0: Yeah, he he makes a mess of everything. Yeah, man. And then like they're fixing it is such it's crazy. Yeah, and I've he, seen that.
2: I've seen the whole thing. Like he jumps like a like a Jedi, but the other he does whatever they're called don't do that i should know that name it's gonna drive me crazy yeah. but gungans, gungans thank you jesus wow <laughs> Usa. Yeah, thank what? you <laughs> but he's the only one who does that and i think it's really interesting and i'd love for that to be uh, yes. a thing that would be i would love
0: that all right chad Pass the chad oh, don't Bishop. favorite movie character and uh moment okay. star wars
1: yeah yeah i'm, I'm old school obi-wan
0: Obi-Wan. Yeah, He's
1: okay. the chillest, most, like, gangster guy in the whole series. He is pretty chill. He just he decides to end it for himself. Like, he's just like, all right, I'm going to close this out. You I'm going, I'm me. going. I'm just going to disappear, man. Leaves his robe behind. He goes straight LED. Man. <laughs> straight LED. Huge move. Huge move. He made all the rules. He did.
0: Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, favorite movie?
1: Uh, I mean, I'm like an old school. I like the four, five, six. I mean, five, I like six. all those. are. Yeah, it's, it's a hard toss between all those, but... I like the original The original
0: three And uh Favorite m- moment
1: Yeah When Luke Skywalker Gets his hand chopped off bro, Oh that just, was, That's powerful That Pinnacle. moment man Yeah I was watching like a recap Or like a behind the scenes And my wife had nothing to do With Star Wars at the time just, <laughs> I couldn't dare to watch any of it She's like it's stupid Don't know And I was watching this documentary About Star Wars Yeah of course And she just She's walking in and out of the room she walks in and they show the scene where Luke Skywalker gets his hand cut off. Yep. And she was like, Wait, what? <laughs> yes. He gets his hand cut off? How? What happened? How yeah, did he back? Yeah, and I was like, Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, so you're down to watch it now? She's like, Alright, let's watch it. Did you, cause, didn't you? Because
2: did you say she watched The Mandalorian all the way through, right? First. Sh- dude, that's the way
1: yeah. to do it. She honestly.
0: started her Star Wars journey on The Mandalorian? Started
1: the entire thing with The Mandalorian. And then I wish that I could. Do documentary, that. To watch the original
0: I guess to that... watch all that would be a cool way to get introduced That'd be cool to the whole thing that yeah, would be pretty sweet I wish I could go back Benoit was pretty inspired like though 40-something
1: minutes of the episode she really got into it because the story was good dude I it's imagine.
2: so good dude when the finale
0: of the second one happened oh, dude that was that <laughs> was a mess everybody was jacked up yeah dude just, uh, I think for me favorite character and look it's not because he's He's a brother. He's just <laughs> dude. the smoothest dude. You, you go for Sammy Jackson's character, yeah,
1: yeah. man.
0: Lando. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, Lando. Garvey. Oh, Lando.
2: I yeah, yeah. I did not see that. Yeah, yeah. I did he not was, see that coming. I mean,
0: Mace was kind of cool, but Lando, man, that stash with the cloak. Lando dude, he's got that swag. swagger, man. He's just so yep. cool in space. Yeah,
1: like the like the like the silk shirt with the big
0: lapel. Who's wearing the, silk in space? In a cape. Yeah, He's killing it. Now do
2: you uh, like him in the the new one like the solo one?
0: Uh not so much cuz I feel like he they downgraded him mm. a little bit, but then he had to come back. So I was like it's cool, I'm glad to see him, but I yeah, feel like cool. they turned off the swag a little bit. Yeah, but I loved I, you, I loved uh, how Donald Glover played him in the yeah, solo yeah. movie, which people yay or nay on it, but I just thought that was so cool. Uh favorite movie I think <laughs> The Return of the Jedi. Okay. Just cause I just love the action in it And uh favorite moment I have a couple I just love when people are talk to Chewie As if they really understand What he yes. at... Oh yeah Chewie go sit down somewhere yeah. No, Across the street okay. yeah. yeah, Like no no nobody <laughs> understand what Chewie Is Is this, is this your
2: transition to talking about like speaking in tongues Or something <laughs> like that cause that's what it feels like
0: There we go <laughs> <laughs> <And> Episode 7 <laughs> <laughs> Jumping on that uh, But you know I wanted to talk about Star Wars cause While watching that and then as growing as a believer, um, they always talked about the force and I'm like, hmm, the force oddly, you know, familiar to the Holy Spirit. And so it just made me think of the parallels between how they talk about the, the force. And it's crazy just you see a lot of movies A lot of movies take these characteristics that we see in the Bible constantly Mm -hmm. and use them and change them in so many different ways. And so I thought the force was such a crazy thing. I mean, of course, there's a lot to it, but, uh, you know, I feel like the force is very similar to the Holy Spirit. So I just wanted to jump in and talk about that. So we got some questions here, and I know Chad has some questions for you. And so, Ty, just tell us a little bit about yourself, your ministry, um, which will make more sense to, you know... how we even got to this point man yeah dude so my name
2: is ty buckingham i'm from atlanta georgia obviously and yeah so the the main thing that i speak about and teach on is the holy spirit or holy spirit as i often say but is so yeah i i grew up like really realizing people didn't have a healthy relationship with holy spirit or relationship at all it was okay. this cosmic being or this god, kind of almost like well god's 100 percent god jesus is like you know 100 percent, 100 percent, but holy spirit is like God, 40% angel, 10% like ice cream or something, you know, I don't even know. And so people were super weird with it in my church, like growing up, you know, you know, bless their heart, but it was like, uh, you know, a lot of that, just like the weird stuff was what made them spiritual. And I was like, there has to be way more. And so I went to school, you know, I went to Bible college, but even in that, just really realizing and reading and getting mentored by people who just knew better than I did, Yeah, so now I I travel around the country, and I guess the world, uh, talking about Holy
0: Spirit, making it super normal for people. Super dope. All right, well, with that being said, let's just jump right in. Let's do it. Um, So, um, what the what is the Holy Spirit, and, you know, why is it not a bird? Because you know what I'm talking about. I like that setup. That was really nice. (laughs) So, what the what is the Holy (laughs) Spirit, and why is it not a bird? Yeah, I love, so... In the book of Matthew, or actually in all the
2: synoptic gospels, I think it is, Jesus gets baptized. He goes down in the water. He comes back up. It says, "You know, God, God sees in this my beloved son whom I will please." And the Spirit of God descended like a dove or like a bird upon Jesus. And so people have this idea. There's, you know, we see it in church logos. We see it in artwork that there's, like, there's Jesus in all the art, there's a halo above his head, or a glowing donut, or whatever, whatever that is, and then there's, like, this bird, and I'm like, what the heck is up with the bird? What is, where and did the bird come from? Yeah, and I, it's, like it's... Like a just, John Woo movie. Yeah, really? Like, I don't even, I don't actually know what that is. I'm sorry, man. Oh, <laughs> I should know. Oh, I is felt bad. Okay, okay. Like, okay. when impossible. all the action yeah, happens, yeah, there's, yeah, like, all yeah, yeah. that just yeah, re-release. Release. Yeah. Okay, I feel that. I'll have to look that up. I thought people knew about that. No, Was dude, that I just... I'm a weirdo. We're a little... You're a little bit. Oh, I was, yeah, that's true. I was also, I, I was homeschooled for a half of one year. So that, that, that plays that's sometimes. That, Yo, that shout many. out to all <laughs> my homeschoolers right yeah, now. Homeschoolers. This is your moment. Represent. Yeah, man. Oh, uh, it did not work out. Uh, but so, yeah, so they, you know, Matthew is writing in the book and he's right, you know, in his, the book of Matthew is he's writing on his firsthand account. And so this, this heavenly moment happens. But all he has is earthly language to describe it. So the only way to describe something heavenly that you've never seen before is you have to use metaphorical language. Yeah. Uh, I think it's technically a simile, but he says uh, the Holy Spirit descended like a dove. And like so he's not dove. saying it's actually a dove or actually a bird. It's saying, hey, this the best way I could describe this in my earthly language is that it kind of reminds me of how a, bu- a bird comes onto a branch. It's how I saw Holy Spirit kind of come upon Jesus. And so, but the Holy Spirit really is not a bird. Holy Spirit is God here on earth living inside of us to have a relationship with us.
0: Okay. Well, good. And that just brings it closer to home. Um, So next question is, at what level or how much experience points do you need to get... Before you can equip the Holy Spirit. So, you know, like you're playing Pokemon and like you get to level 37. You yes, can use Mega Punch and you I just beast it. <laughs> I felt that so much in my heart. <laughs> but like Make-A-Punch. when, you know, when you become a believer, there are kind of like these like pillars you start to climb or these steps you kind of go through. You know, you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You, you know, you grow in community. You start reading the word you start, um, you get baptized, you're born again. So you're kind of like on this journey. Is the Holy Spirit something that, you know, as soon as like you start paying for the membership, you get all the benefits? Or is it like something that you have to kind of like, you know, kind of grow into? Or is it like a, a level that you have to get to? Amen. Do you want me to take this one?
1: Yeah, uh, this goes back to the conversation me and you had yeah. with everyone talking about, first off, baptism, the word itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Through so many people yeah I think just like water baptism, I think of baptism But that term baptism represents there's kind of layers to that. but the symbolization comes the symbolic nature of that goes back to Old Testament. People were baptized or cleansed themselves with water to be prepared to offer sacrifice to the temple. right. right. So there's this whole history behind baptism. And what was happening with the early uh, Christian or Christ believers that were converting to Christianity if they were being baptized, to signify repentance and dying of their whole nature into this new covenant and relationship with Christ, this new life. So it was just symbolically just this thing that was used to symbolize going from one thing to the next. And we talked about, Ty, in our conversation this idea of baptism where when you're, when you're saved or born again, you're baptized into the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. You're grafted into the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. And then when you're water baptized, right, you're John the Baptist talks about a a baptism of repentance. Yeah, yeah, you're kind of showing
2: off the first baptism, right? really.
1: Right, and then the third is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So we talked about the three different ideas behind that, but I think it would be good for you to at least expound on why is there a difference between baptism of water and baptism of the the Holy Spirit? Because there are a lot of churches, there are a lot of people that believe that Jesus is the Son of God, Mm -hmm. He came down, died for our sins, reconciled us to, to God the Father, and we believe we go to heaven we receive eternal salvation by believing in Jesus Christ for right? sure tons of churches believe that but not a lot of churches believe about anything that has to do with baptism of the holy spirit or they believe that there's just one baptism when you're born again yeah 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 one baptism when you're water baptized and that's it it all happens then jump in on that
2: one. yeah i think people i think people always do that people like will lessen holy spirit because they've never seen more personally like people will say like holy spirit stopped doing things but they're only saying he stopped because they never started like they've never seen it they've never done it but yeah the Baptist holy spirit is the coolest thing because it's for everybody it's for every believer and yeah like i love how you know the baptism into the body is like the welcome party into heaven you know into salvation and then the baptism in water is showing everybody that you received the first one (laughs) and then the third one is like the empowerment so that you can get other people into the first baptism right it's really this like cyclical thing
0: okay so is is that process when it starts to become more active in your life is it something like you're like, I'm open to it, God, bring it, you know, to me, like, let it, cause because a lot of times when I'm reading through the, through the word, it's saying, this is the helper, this is the advocate, this is yeah. the truth bringer, and so, is it at that moment where it starts to become more active, or is it one of those things, because I've, I've seen, like, personally, where it's like, you know, if you're not all the way with Christ, and you're not fully there, and you know, personally, I believe, like, a lot of people are struggling internally Mm -hmm. because they're receiving something and they kind of know which way to go, but they don't want to kind of just relinquish, relinquish their, you know, their current lifestyle situation, you know, whatever it is, um, to, to God fully, but they still have that, that something there that is talking to them, speaking to them, kind of showing them things. Um, kind of how does that work with, in comparison to like the Holy Spirit and what, is operating there yeah i don't know if that's
2: the answer to the question but i think a lot of people want events because they're really easy to define like mm-hmm. man there's this one moment of salvation some people like write it down i never wrote it down so i ever like as a kid i was like am i really saved because i don't even have the i have like the piece of paper that i wrote down the document. yeah the document. the document like i you know i'm i lost i had like a like one of those like purity pledges i wrote, like i did like 10 of them you know just in case um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was like, but I lost. Annual. Yeah, yeah, annual renewal. I have to re up on this. <laughs> That's a really funny. But yes, yeah, so like, I would lose those. I was like, man, what happened? But I, here's the thing uh, with Holy Spirit and with the Baptist Holy Spirit, it, synonymously, it is a process, not an event. Okay, so,
0: wow. Because okay. if
2: there's an event, then you're done. Like, then there's an, like, if there's a beginning to an event, then there's an end to an event. Every event I've ever been a part of. But man, what if it's a process? Man, I'm, I'm in the process now as we speak in this, in this room, but I was in the process before. I was in the process 10 years ago. I was, when I was baptized in the Holy Spirit when I was 12 years old, I was in the process. There's an event within the process where you, know, you have that, that moment, that kind of extra moment maybe you'd say. But then yeah, the whole thing is a process and I'm, I'm not leaving until I leave earth. That's the, that's the goal.
0: Wow, so, it, and it, so it's very really different for a lot of different people you know.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, some people like, have very different experiences, different faith backgrounds and what they've been raised, but the truth is, a Holy Spirit, and even even when I say it like this, a Spirit-filled believer is a normal believer. Like, that is the normal. Like, that's that's Bible. That's not... I love there's like, like well, there's Charismatic or Pentecostal or non denominational Like, dude, the Bible is the Bible and Holy Spirit's a part of the whole stinking thing.
0: Yeah. Like, so what would you say to probably a couple of the students or young adults that may be listening through um, when they're in you know, there's a lot of, I've seen a lot of students who are just really open to the spirit, Yeah, yeah really yeah. open to that kind of atmosphere. But there's a lot of people who are just like, not that open to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, they want to be, but it's just like, they're not that, you know, during worship, they're more solid. They're more inward when it comes to worship, things like that. For sure. What would you say to them? Because I know there's a lot of people, I've seen students like, When worship is going on, they see the other students who are just engaging, they're, you know, moving around, their arms are up, they're in different postures to receive what the Spirit is doing through that worship. And then there's other students who just really internalize it, but they feel like their experience is not the same experience because they're not engaging the same way. What would you say to them who think that, well, maybe I'm not, you know, as great as a believer as them because they're really, you know... In tune with the spirit on a different on a different level. Yeah, that's interesting. Um,
1: Can I jump in here? Please do that. I think that a lot of people um, are either concerned or afraid of something Mm -hmm. that they can't necessarily put their hand or their finger on. Yep. And I think a lot of people are hesitant to um, release their reservations or least control to God to fully move in
0: their lives. So it's so kind of like the the people who are like, well, I believe in science because I can see it and touch it and measure it. Sure. I
1: mean, science is the study of, so it's really not any kind of actual formulaic anything. It, you know, science is science, right? I believe in science. Science is real because it's the study of things happening, right? So true. Things that we can study at least. Um, but what I think people, this is my perspective, and i Um, and students and I think there's a lot of variables around this but I think most people if they are desiring a deeper relationship with Christ and they're desiring a more powerful relationship of God moving in and through them there's first a decision you make that that's what you want like the Holy Spirit isn't just going to come in and blow you up and you're going to start dancing like crazy and ripping the wallpaper off the wall <laughs> yeah, and yeah. jumping to the ceiling. Beast like, mode with that's it. Not, that's not God's character. I don't see that yeah. anywhere in the Bible. Uh, but I think there's also some other factors. And Ty, you can like blow me up if I'm even off on this. But these, these are conversations that I've been having with other pastors. Um, we live in a physical, earthly world. Yeah. And But there are spiritual things happening all the time around all the, the time. sure. All the time, constantly. Constantly. I I throw back to the Matrix, man. I'm a huge Matrix fan. Dude, (laughs) you're not. Those movies, and you know, there's a point where like Neo could see the code. Mm -hmm. He could see what was happening behind the scenes, and then manipulate that because he could actually understand what was happening. Yes. And to me, Holy Spirit, what's happening in the spirit realm is like that. There's so many things that are happening in and around us all the time that can distract us, that can hold us back from receiving what God has for us just because we've introduced things into our lives that we shouldn't have or we're entertaining things that we shouldn't have in our lives. I think there's a lot of factors around that and I'm having conversations and dialogue with pastors all the time where people may have entertained something like witchcraft from the past. Now, that's a big word and that might sound super scary but uh, think of it like this way. Witchcraft are new age. If they're entertaining astrology, if they've got dream catchers in their car hanging from their mirror, if they're constantly, or they've got their palm read, or they play with the Ouija board, like these are real spiritual things for sure. that you're entertaining oh, in your yeah. life. Even if your parents have done it and you've lived in that home, it's, there it's are the things thing. that have happened 100%. and you've opened doors, spiritual doors in your life for the enemy to do certain things. And that can hinder you from getting to this place of receiving the fullness of what God wants to do through the Holy spirit in your life.
0: I want to, I want to stay right there for a second. Um, it's a deep cut. Yeah. was super deep. Mm -hmm. No, it's good because I was actually having the same thought earlier. Um, when you're looking at star Wars, you have the force and you know, you have the Jedi using it for good. And then you have the, the, you know, the dark side using it for evil. Um, and so, but they're both using the same thing. You know, I'm not saying that when you like what you're saying with witchcraft and things like that, that is of the enemy. But is is that his version of it? you know because like when we're using the, the, the you know the Holy Spirit, are we operating through it? Is it operating through us? Like how is it you know, I, I want to get there like are we are we using it like because like, yeah. I mean like I was driving home from work and I could have forced choked somebody in traffic <laughs> today, ritual, I wish. but you know I'm, I'm reformed, you know, I'm gonna get saved You're this reformed. year, I promise. But,
1: um, <laughs> no, I love this question. This is going to give me a good tee up question for Ty. I like to tee up his softball so he can just home run out of So, point. tell me, like, yeah, tell so, me, go in on that. Yeah, Let me yeah, know yeah. how that works. I, I love this part of the question or this idea or concept because, um, I think people get the wrong idea when they think about the Holy Spirit. A lot of people want the gifts of the Holy Spirit so they can be seen doing something great. Get ready. Mm. So there are certain giftings within the Holy Spirit that's t- talked about in the New Testament that <coughs> The are superpowers. More, yeah, more yeah, yeah, yeah. outwardly um, extravagant. Yeah, and people were like, "Hey, at what point am I going to get the ability to like, you know, raise people from the dead or heal them? yeah, 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 um, yeah, and like restore their sight or prophesy to them about their future? Like, at what point do I get that gift? Yeah, and I think if we're thinking that way, we're completely off. With what God's trying to do in our lives, and it should have nothing to do with us doing something to be seen mm-hmm. doing that thing. Yeah, you're not grinding
0: uh, to level thirty-five to get blast toys. No, no. So
1: yeah, this goes back to your, your statement: it's not us using the Holy Spirit; it's the Holy Spirit being you know, able to be used through us. Yeah, it's come on. It's us removing our inhibitions and our and our agendas, and dying to ourselves, and saying, "God, whatever you want to do in this moment." you do it and i'm an open vessel for you to work through me wow so that's a backwards idea from star wars because star wars is like i'm utilizing this force Mm -hmm. to do something good but it's me that's manipulating it to make it happen
2: yeah i think it's interesting what you were saying about like people people always want to choose like the the sexy gifts because there are ones that are sexier in other words at least in this current context of life but it's like i think it's so it reminds me of like if i went to uh you know I growing up I had this weird moment uh, in Christmas I like I'd snooped on the gifts Ooh. and there's just one gift I was like I was super tiny I had this like huge like um... did you
0: scratch the edges to like see what the box is? no dude I
2: straight up went my mom's closet and there it was Pr- oh, it was not even wrapped yet uh, Yeah, I saw the naked gift so just <laughs> not clothed not, the unwrapped gift Pre wrapped gift. There we go. And so but it was just like this huge truck and I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. And then it was like we got to open up one gift early on Christmas Eve. I don't know if y'all did that, but whatever, we did. And so we open I opened up this gift and I opened it up. It wasn't the gift I saw and I was ticked. And I was like, Mom, like this isn't the gift. And then I was totally busted. Because obviously they're like, what gift? Like the truck, dude. And they're like, oh, you've been snooping. I was like, oh my gosh. Like I was busted. But I think so many people do that. Like they get one gift, which is amazing, but they're looking for the other gift. So they don't value the gift they've been given in the moment, wow, which is so good. dumb. Because the Bible says the Holy Spirit gives to who and to when Holy Spirit's choosing, not to us. So it's, it's cool for us to ask for things. But man, I, I just want what Holy Spirit wants because he knows so much better than I do.
0: Ooh, so let me uh pause right here. Oh, you know what? Man, I did it again. Would you I do? I did it again. Can we pause do? for a second? For sure. Ty, I got to I got to ask you this good. I asked Chad last time and we're like halfway through. <laughs> I got to ask you, uh, why do you believe in God? Why do I believe in God? Dude, that is so good. So here's my thing. I
2: am I I talk about God for a living. I am 99% sure that I that he's real. Like I'm always in the 99%. <laughs> Yo-
0: you don't know how happy makes me. <laughs> it's going to be the weirdest thing I've probably ever seen on the podcast, but I'm so glad you said 99%. What is that 1%? You know, I, that's a really good
2: question. I've never actually thought about what the 1% is, but I, I think I love, I love the 1% being there. It's like my back is against the wall and if I'm, I'm going to go all in and I think that 1% is the faith. Like I'm 99%. Sure I've seen some crazy junk, but I'm like, man, like, but this could be the matrix. Bring it all back. You know, all of that stuff, man, there is no spoon. Uh, and it's still, funny you say
0: that cuz I'm pretty sure. I'm I'm 99% sure. Yeah, man. That most of all these amazing people that we see on Instagram, sure. we see on Facebook and uh like your your who, I don't know, all of them, um they're they're at like that 99. Yeah,
2: people brand. people say 100% because they're not confident with their own like their own doubts, man. Like I I totally have like there's moments where I'm like, "Man, like it's, sometimes it's even actually when it's too good. I'm like, man, this is almost as too good. Yeah. Like, to be real. You know, again, which is kind of self sabotaging. But yeah, sometimes I'm just like, man, like, I'm almost always in the 99 of like, man, I'm, and I can't wait to get to heaven and find that 1%. Yo, I and love it's going to be so cool. Question.
0: I love asking that question because it's always so different.
2: Did Chad say 100%? Because he, he lying. No, I don't do 100%. <laughs> I, I don't
0: have what was your answer? I
1: man, I talked about science. And I talked about, man, nothing makes more sense than this. Yeah. And I'm a pretty. Logical person, I would say. But you I,
0: said, also say said that you doubt some. There's there's moments where you're just like, what? That's
1: that's why it's called the faith. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It requires something. It, it's not all explained. And if God could be explained within my lifetime, He wouldn't be worth serving.
2: Dude, I love that because it's called faith, not fact. Even though it is factual, but it's factual once we you through on the other side of this. And I yeah. love. But it
0: still makes love, more sense. But it Any other that's Yes. Out there right and I, I want. I want to jump so far into that because I have so many. <laughs> oh, back to this. Holy like more podcasts. Spirits. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's man, fun, I'm man. sorry, yeah, I dude. That's to I
2: love that's your uh, your opening question. An
0: hour in, I, so one day, that. it's gonna be <laughs> the legit opening question before dude, anything. I love it, man. But we're here. This is, I'm learning. You know, episode three. Here we go. Um, so let me. You said a couple of things um and you transitioned between how you described it first it you know you say he um mm-hmm. and then you said um let it and i guess you described it a couple different ways is is it a person is it a thing is it a yeah like there's a there's this? a
2: there's a definite personhood and personality of holy spirit holy spirit's yeah. not a person cuz a person would be a a, a human yeah yeah a body and he he is not a body he's he's within all bodies once they give life bodies. to Jesus. Okay. Jesus so yeah uh yeah i definitely like you know some people say he i just like uh, man too soon, but like I don't know what his pronouns are yeah. uh but like straight up, like holy spirit's <laughs> holy spirit, like i don't he she they the, whatever like i holy spirit's just straight up holy spirit to me, I don't think yeah. of it as anything like that i you know like, it's funny because I, when I pray, I, I pray the Holy Spirit every time. Like I can say Jesus, but Holy Spirit, you know, spoiler, but he's not there. So <laughs> he's not here. He's in heaven. So you're not talking to Jesus, which blows people's mind. Because like, dear Jesus, I pray like, he's not here. Like he, like Holy Spirit, maybe he's taking your prayers to Jesus. Maybe I'm super theologically jacked up on that. But like, yeah, like it's, it's just a funny thing to me when I hear people say like, well, dear Jesus. I'm like maybe if you're like writing him a letter, I guess, yeah. but like, <laughs> Holy Spirit's like with you right now. Like your Holy Spirit's at the table sitting with you, but you keep talking about your friend who's uh, who's not in the house He's right now. Yeah. Well,
0: you just you, that whole statement there just um, voted you in for closing prayer. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Um, <laughs> so um, I have a question that's been kind of confusing me as I've been journaling, um, journeying through the word. And it's this, um, early on when you're reading in the First Testament, a.k.a. Season 1, you season seen? one? That's what we call it now. Oh. Season one. I love it. My. New Testament season two. God, I love that so and much. And <laughs> season three is TBD. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting <laughs> for them to release oh that. God. To release re- it. This is Revelation. You gotta wait a minute, man. I mean, um, they have, like uh, the Church Scientology for like, they got volume three. They got
1: season yeah. three on Yeah, that. they got th- volume three. Yeah. Yeah. They made their own season. They it's just did. not the same characters. It's, it's yeah, a just a different show. Uh,
0: every. It's like fan fiction, really, yeah. is what it is. So. With that, um, as I'm reading through some of the early parts of the word and when, you know, they're talking about certain characters, um, certain people, um, it will say the spirit came upon him. The spirit of God came upon that person. But then we we fast forward to season two. um, And then, you know, Jesus is saying, hey, you know, I'm going to go. I'm a dip. Um, They're going to they're going to hurt me. Uh, I'm going to be back and then I'm gonna dip again. But I'm sending a helper. Yep. And so I'm reading it because they're using the word spirit, and I'm understanding that there's different translations. Sure, so sure, 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 sure. when we get the Bible now, it's totally different. But is that the same? Is that the same person? Is that the same thing we're talking about, or is that two separate um, things? Yeah, it's or the same. Or do not get too complicated with
2: well, that. Well, what word? I love, I think Chad, you talked about this when you preached uh, that Tuesday. I was there.
1: Yeah, we talked about Genesis. one Yeah.
2: And I love the, I think it's interesting because the, the New Testament all the time, most of the time talks about this Holy Spirit being, uh, being over people. and in, well, like, There's a difference between Holy Spirit in you and Holy Spirit upon you. Okay. Uh, Jesus says the Holy Spirit will come and he will you know, he'll empower you. He'll be, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and you'll be my witnesses. Because okay. Spirit in yeah. you happens at salvation. Spirit upon you is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Salvation in you is all about growing you personally, building your character and fruit, where right, exactly. Spirit upon you is about building those gifts, and the uh, and it's all about other people. Okay. So it's the same Holy Spirit, but he's doing two different things. Holy Spirit in you is when, like when your cup gets full, mm-hmm. and it's all for you, your health. But Holy Spirit upon you is about getting on everybody else so that they can get the same feeling you have.
1: Okay. Oh, this is a good
0: segue. Because I, I, in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, in season one, he was only working part-time. Season two, he's working full-time.
2: Dude, I think he was working harder for uh, first time I and mean, first season. <laughs> first
0: season, he was working harder. Yeah, man,
2: because he's just on like a couple individuals. Yeah. But now he's everywhere. I mean, like obviously it's it's different for different people. Like everybody can play basketball, but some people are really good at basketball. Like the anointings are different, and that's totally cool. But yeah, first season Holy Spirit, dude, he he do not mess around. He's like burning places up literally, yeah. and dude, he's he's up, dude, he's in through it crazy, all the way. man. Yeah. Um, nice
1: and cash and checks.
0: Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, so now, I
1: want to get in a segue because this is a good question. Okay, let's go. This is a question that we got in our, in, uh, our time together. Here we go. And this is why I brought him in, man, because he's just, he's like the designated hitter, bro. I know he's going to go out there and get the them RBIs. Designated hitter. He's going to get them hits.
0: You know, I'm not even going to lie to you. The only reason I go to baseball games is for the funnel cake. I have no idea what you're talking about. All good things. Okay, good. good so
1: good. we had a question that came through, and they were asking the difference between the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Ooh. And the fruits
0: of the Holy Spirit. Okay. Dang, that's good. So the gifts of the Holy Spirit versus the fruits of the Holy Spirit. So in 1
1: Corinthians 12, it talks about the gifts of the Holy
0: Spirit, Uh right? But then you also have where it talks about
1: the fruits of the Holy Spirit, which is in... Galatians. Galatians, thank you. I was just reading that the other day. So there's there's two different things. Can you help people understand? Because I think they might think, oh, well, the fruits of the Spirit are the gifts of the Spirit. For sure. Are they two different things? Like... That
2: up, yeah, I think they, they go hand in hand because the fruits, they, they can be for both, but predominantly the fruits are for you and the gifts are for others. You know, like I, can, I mean, the gifts can be for me. They can pump my, me up. You know, there's, there's a nine gifts and there's nine fruits. There's one in common and the one in common is faithfulness, which is how you develop them anyways. And so, yeah, but I think, I think for me, the fruit is what is developing your character, so that you can have the character, so the gifts can happen and keep happening.
0: Wow, that's good. You know, so they're, they're intertwined directly. You grow in one, which yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, cause, more from the other. Because
2: then I love that. You know, First uh, Corinthians chapter fourteen or thirteen talks about like man, like there's gifts of Holy Spirit, but if you do not love fruit of Holy Spirit, then then it's like uh, the clashing of symbols, and like you just you're garbage. Like you just yeah, for sure, thirteen, yeah, 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 yeah. So
0: let me let me ask this. Do you, is it would I be right or wrong if I said that there are people probably operating through their their gifts that just don't know it so that when they come into Christ and they reveal like oh I've been doing this now I know what I need to do it for or who I'm doing it for is that something that happens oh
1: man I love this I love this idea because we have, have so many young adults that ask the question when do you know The gifts of the Holy Spirit. They ask me all the time. How how do I know when I'm operating or working through the gifts of the Holy Spirit? I'll say this. um, All right. Have you ever had a moment where you're hanging out with somebody or at a grocery store or whatever, but you're hanging out with somebody and you feel like you need to say something to them? Oh, wow. Yeah. Like you just feel like, man, I need to encourage this person right now. I need to give them a hug. Yeah. I need to go check on them. I just need to go walk over to them. Or I feel like I need to encourage them today because they might not be feeling good today. It's just mm-hmm. something in your heart, in your mind, it's just something that resonates with you. And you're like, oh I'm gonna go talk to him. So I say, if you've done that, you've worked within the giftings of the wow. Holy Spirit. Yeah, that, yeah, my that mind. is the Holy Spirit nudging you to act on his behalf, to do something, to bring Christ to that person in that Dude. situation.
2: Like he can because he can use he can use you even if you don't want him to. Wow. You know, like I, I love the idea. I never really thought about that before of like, Holy Spirit, even when you're in your testimony, he's working on your gifts when you've already been saved wow. so that when you go up to bat after you've been saved, instantaneously so like, actually, I, this actually feels normal to me because I've already been doing this. It just looks the, a little different and it's a lot easier because you've got Jesus doing it,
0: not just you. I love, man.
1: I love that y'all here,
0: man. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to just share a little something. This happened to me probably a few years back. I was substitute teaching at one of the local high schools. Love substitute it. teaching is the best job ever. Like, I don't got to do nothing, but I get to hang out. And this is the coolest, Dude. especially if you get a PE class. But uh, I was sitting <laughs> at lunch with some of the students from uh, church, just happened to see him. I'm sitting there hanging out. I'm, I'm talking to one student, and he's like, yo, check out that girl, mm-hmm. all right? I'm like, okay, cool. She's whatever, whatever. I was like, how do you know her? He's like, this, this, you know, such and such. And I'm like, don't talk to her no more. And I don't even know why I said that to him. Yeah, 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 yeah. It just came out. And he was like, Why? I was like, I just have this feeling that you should probably leave her alone. I kid you not. He calls me two, a, week, a week later. Yeah, and he's yo. like, Yo, I got suspended from school. I'm like, Why? I got in a fight. For what reason? Over that girl. That's so funny. And okay, you know, I know people listening are probably like, Oh, well, that's coincidence. But to me, it registered as in that moment, the Holy Spirit was like, yo, tell him to stop. Because I I don't even know. It was just the weirdest experience. Yeah, man.
2: I love there's a quote. I can't remember who says it, but they say, the closer you get to Holy Spirit, the more coincidences happen. Yeah. Which oh, I think is yes. the and thing. And the thing, thing. Was
0: with me was at a, around that time, I was really starting to press into what God had for me and what I was actually you know, in ministry for it. Cause for I'll sure. be honest, I started ministry, um, because it, it, it made me look cool bro. for, sure. you know, people were looking up to me. I was getting a certain affirmation and attention. Come on. Shout out to chat. I was getting certain things that I always wanted, dude. But then there was a certain point where God was like, yo, this is serious. I need you to take this serious. Yeah. Cause ministry, so many
2: people, it, it can unhealthily start as filling, fulfilling my insecurities Yes. When ministry should be about filling other peoples through with Jesus, of course. Thank you. With, yeah, just, with Jesus. It God, I gotta show uh, Jesus.
0: You got any more of those questions um, that we had to go through, chat? Yes. I've got,
1: I got one more we can throw in Let's here. go.
0: Hit it. So,
1: do you think that there's one gift to speak in tongues <laughs> but another gift to interpret them? Me and my so wife are just talking, people, about talking about speaking in tongues. Yeah, a lot of people yeah, speaking yeah, yeah. in tongues is is the hot topic when you're talking about the Holy Spirit. Which is so
2: funny because it's it's like honestly the smallest part about Him, right. which is I think is funny, really. So I th- think this so. we we'll That's why it. I
1: love teeing you up on this question because so many people get so fixated on speaking in tongues. And Oh, yes. I, oh I'm not operating within the gifts of the Holy Spirit if I'm not speaking in tongues. Okay, they say you'll yeah, no, yeah. say this or. I'm just not at that level of Christianity because I'm not speaking in yeah, tongues. Yeah, they feel like once they've
0: gotten there, they're like, oh, I'm super Christian. I can speak in tongues. Yeah, right. dude.
1: Which I've heard people speak in tongues and then go right around the corner and curse somebody else. So I don't <laughs> think that equates to anything necessarily. You yeah, do, like,
2: like, I've done that. Like, right. I've, like <laughs> I've spoken in tongues or I've preached and then I've been not the best human. Like, welcome to humanity, man. On Xbox. Yeah. It's yeah. on Xbox. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's true, man. You, yeah. you, you New method, You need Jesus, bro. <laughs> All right, so the question yeah, yeah.
1: is speaking in tongues and interpreting them but really speaking in tongues what what is that when it comes to the baptism of the holy spirit or the empowerment of the holy spirit in your life yeah can you equate that for people because i think people think it's you get all these things at one time so when you're baptized in the holy spirit you get the gift of speaking in tongues and you get the gift to prophesy you get the gift to right. heal people you get all these things at the same time. isn't it funny how
2: impatient we are like we want it all right now all the and you wouldn't know how to handle it all at the same time no, like it's a lot do you know how weird it'd be to have to prophesy pray for the sick and like like let a demon out at the same freaking time <laughs> like that'd be nuts like that's a that's a mess man but yeah so speaking in tongues what i believe is this speaking in tongues is the evidence or the receipt of the heavenly transaction of being empowered by holy spirit Jesus is the baptizer, not me, you, Chad, whatever, you know, any of us here going on. But it's man, the truth is, this Holy Spirit wants to give you that that prayer language because it it creates way better intimacy. You can have better faith. Uh, Jude 120 talks about that. And I love the idea of man, when I'm praying in tongues, I'm speaking in tongues. I'm praying what Holy Spirit is speaking through me, the things that I would never probably have faith for. Wow. And so what I love that it is also... So there's that, that prayer language for my daily, but then there's those moments for the for the receipt, the the, the acknowledgement of the evidence that I've been empowered by Holy Spirit. And so it's just like it's Holy Spirit. Like, you know, the goal is not to speak in tongues. The goal is to be empowered by Holy Spirit to actually do things. And here's what I love. People get really messed up. Like, I want to I pray in tongues or even this. I want to be used by God. But why do you want to be used by God? Because the only reason is so other people should come to Jesus but if you're not bringing people to Jesus and you keep asking God to empower you what is there to empower
0: what's the point of having what's,
2: like what's the point like, you're like God well, I want you to empower me I want to be I want to be you know, used by you in all these ways but, like, but why you haven't led someone to Jesus or even invited somebody to church in your whole life but you want him to empower something that you don't even do right now people people want Ooh. gas for a car that they don't even own
0: like, nice. like, dude! I seen like, that picture on Facebook too. I see y'all oh, with
2: the yeah, the gas in the yeah, but the, the, the what is it? The the, the trash bags? Yeah. You talking about that?
0: Well, no. oh, I'm, I'm talking oh. about homegirl from Delonica who was trying to put gas in a uh, laundry basket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw her, dude. I seen you. I seen We're praying you.
2: for you. We praying for you. But yeah, people do that, man. Like they want to get all the gas they can, but they don't actually drive the car. And, you know, eventually, like over a long time, like gas, like can't even be used, you know, like you can't store it forever. Like, dude, like I just, I, that is a pet peeve for me when people are like, man, like I'm not receiving, like, well, it could be, what if there's nothing to empower? You're, you're like, I don't know, man. It's a little wild. It's like you're wanting to put wood on a fire, but you haven't lit the fire yet.
0: Um, as you were speaking, I had a question come up to my mind. Hit me. Is the Holy Spirit as swift as God's forgiveness and grace? Don't know what that means so like what do you mean? know like when you, you you said that you know you preached on stage for and sure then turn around and you know we all fall short for like, sure it is what it is yeah yeah. you know god's grace is just right there boom i forgive you is i feel like for me personally sometimes i feel like when i mess up i'm kind of i know he's forgiven me that's automatic mm-hmm. but i gotta kind of if we've asked to come yeah. back into that you know, place where I, I guess I feel holy enough to be operated in. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Like cleansed I, or purified enough.
1: I quit it this way: if we're talking about a relationship, because I think if we can just stop throwing all the weird mysticism and the mm-hmm. weird uh, holy ghost talk and everything when it comes to the Holy Spirit, For we sure. just think about it as a relationship, because that's ultimately what God wants: is intimacy and relationship with us. And honestly, ninety-nine percent. Of all problems would be solved, and people would just focus on their intimacy with their relationship with Jesus. Your intimacy. If they would just go for that, everything else would would happen. All the residuals would come from one hundred percent. But if you think about the Holy Spirit as a relationship, say it's me and you, Dre, and we're hanging out. Yeah. And you're Dre, I'm the Holy Spirit, and then you just start popping off, just yelling at me, getting all irate, and you say some offensive things to me, things that you don't necessarily mean. But just you're in the heat of the moment. You just get wild and like you offend me. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm probably not going to hang out with you. Like I'll forgive you. Like we can, we can like kind of chop it up and, and I'll forgive you for what you did, but it's going to take me a little bit to come around. and want to get like right up next to you again and like hang out again. Yeah. And I think there's a such thing as uh, grieving the Holy Spirit. For sure. And okay. it talks about that in scripture, grieving the Holy Spirit. There are certain things that we do with our life. That can grieve the Holy Spirit and we have to repent of those things and seek reconciliation with Him. He he always wants us. But we do things to push him away all the time. All the time. So if we can just keep continue on working on the intimacy with Him in a relationship with the Holy Spirit, man, everything else will just work itself out. (laughs) But we do we can do things to push him away. Okay. But we've gotta repent and come back into that relationship.
0: That's real, man. I appreciate you putting it in in that context, because I think a lot of people, you know, when we get into this spot where we're like, oh, I've messed up. I'm no good. And I've I've had this conversation with a lot of students, you know, who are struggling with, you know, porn or they're in a relationship and they've crossed some boundaries or whatever the case may be. And they're just like, well, I'm no use. I'm of no good to God at this point. And they think it's going to take like months to be able to be. You know, and I, so I appreciate you putting it, it in those better. It takes a genuine benefits. heart, bro. It takes a genuine. That's heart. so real, man. If you're
1: genuinely repentant, even with a friend, if you're really genuinely, like, man, I really messed up, and I apologize. Like, let me know what I can do to make this right. I just, I apologize for my actions, and I just want to restore our relationship. If you took that same approach with God, dude, and the Holy Spirit, man, that would change
0: everything. Mm-hmm. Change it all. Change
1: everything. Look at it as a relationship. That's what it is. This whole thing is about relationship. If you read the whole Bible, the whole narrative is about relationship with God. The whole time. That's why Jesus came on the scene, man, is to remove the separation between man that was unholy and God that couldn't be around things that weren't unholy. Yeah. He is holy, so he can't be around things that aren't holy. And that sin is what separated us from him, and that's what Jesus came to do, was kill the separation between man and God, creator of the universe. Just
0: bridge that... that. That gap.
1: No, to pull us closer. Yeah. there was no chasm between us. Gotcha. There was this great chasm. Yeah, I think it's us. cool. Now
2: there I think, isn't. I think people always talk about that. Like, well, Jesus is the bridge. No, 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 dude. He he got rid of the need for a bridge, man. No, he did the work. Yeah, He's he did the whole thing. I yeah. think that's, that's so good. You got a Bible out, bro. This man, is legit.
0: I, I, I gotta do it. I feel <laughs> like if you're gonna talk about the word, you gotta just have it at least one. Dude, I want to talk about those tabs for a minute. Yo. Wifey hooked these up. Shout cheat out codes. to my love. The cheat codes right there. She, the cheat these codes. Up that, and is, look, that is a great way to say I that. haven't memorized these <laughs> since, Bro, these since like me to find Hosea. children's church. Bro. They had to yeah. memorize these. Um, me to I want to read this. Um, I think it's uh, uh, John chapter 15, 26 through 27. Um, and if you guys can help me kind of understand this and kind of just explain this. It's just talking about the work of the Holy Spirit. This is in John. It says, When the advocate comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit mm-hmm. of truth, who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me, and you must testify. For you have been with me from the beginning. So in that verse, I'm seeing um, a little different language and context that they've talked about before. But he's, he's asking him to, he's saying the Spirit will testify on God's behalf. And I'm kind of just kind of lost a little bit in that in that verbiage as to what he's testifying for is he, is the the spirit like the proof of who God is, is that what they're experiencing? Like what's, what's kind of going on in that that area?
2: Yeah, I haven't like super studied that verse like recently, so I don't know, like I think when I think of Holy Spirit, he is he is the relationship that we have with Jesus, because Jesus isn't here Okay. So I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm going to read that later. I don't because then he also it. says he's he,
0: you're, 12,
1: you're sixteen John sixteen verse or seven through yeah because it jumps yeah,
0: right back into I sixteen. But um, he also calls him some other things like the advocate, the advocate, the truth bringer. And so, like when we were talking about the Bible um, last episode, shall send um, But a lot of it was like what I understood it was. If you're reading the Bible and you're trying to understand about, you know, Christ and the, the whole thing that's going on, you know, if you're not in the right mind frame or spirit, it's not going to make sense. And you're not going to get the full context of what it is. And I feel like you have to be in this, you know, quote unquote spirit yeah. to be really told the truth about what's being said in the scripture.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think what's cool is Holy Spirit is working within you before you even accept him. Because the, the Bible says that Holy Spirit comes to convict the world. So, the first moment we ever have with Holy Spirit is an act of conviction. Wow. The Holy Spirit is who really brings you to Jesus. Because you don't just be like, huh, Jesus sounds cool. I'll pick that path. Unless you're crazy. Uh, like, I'm like, <laughs> man, I am convicted. And I, man, this isn't going to work. Like, I'm convicted by doing it my own way it isn't going to work out. So, Holy Spirit comes to convict the world in regard to sin and I think that's what's wild is that we have a relationship with Holy Spirit before we had relationship with Holy Spirit. Like he's already been in, which I think is really interesting because even before he fills us or is within us, he's all around us trying to convict or convince us of God and who he really is.
1: Whew. So salvation starts with God doing the work. Dude, like, yeah, he's holy, like, I
2: think what's funny is like, it. okay, I decided to get saved. Yeah, kind of, but you did not do it by yourself. Like he held your hand the whole way. Like working
1: your heart to make that decision. Was well awesome. you, you have,
2: have to hold
0: do. up. Uh, say that what you just said. Yeah. <laughs> hold up. <That's laughs> <point>. Say what <laughs> you just said one more time. I
2: don't know what I said. To be totally honest. No, you you were saying, saying
0: you know that we we never really on our own. Yeah, dude, you can't. You
2: literally can't. It says the Holy Spirit convicts you. You know, use the convicts. My mind I mean, is blown right now. Know, I mean, like, man, when I think of my story and any time I've, I had in the past, like, fallen away from Jesus, you know. I don't just get back up on my own my own will i'm like there is a part of conviction i mean the prayer i pray all the time is man would you intensify the conviction in my life so that it purifies me in everything like when i um when i was in high school like i was radically addicted to pornography just like it was like the hobby basically and then man but then i was able to conquer that through jesus awesome so my like, God, would you would you intensify my conviction through Holy Spirit? And so then it was, man, if I saw a movie that was inappropriate, man, I, it felt the same way. And now, legitimately, this is real. Is like if I, I, um, this is real. This really happened a couple of days ago. I, I, was scrolling through Twitter and I saw a tweet that was inappropriate. It was like uh, sexually inappropriate, and I was like, oh man, like I, I literally, even though I wasn't doing anything intentional, I still, I still like said like, hey, like. I told my wife, like, hey, I just wanted you to know, I, I saw this, and it was in my head for like two seconds, but that's two seconds way too long. And so, like, the conviction I feel now for a tweet is the same conviction I had for when I was looking at porn in, in high school, because the conviction gets more and more constant.
1: So Ephesians 2.
2: Hit eight. it. Hit this it. This is what we're talking about right now. Hit okay. it. God Let's saved go.
1: you by his grace when mm-hmm. you believed. By his grace when you believed. And you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Come on. So he's telling you right there... <laughs> You didn't do it. You can't do he it, man. Hit him, by his grace, brought you into faith.
2: Dude, I love it because people are like, hey, what's your testimony? It's not even yours. Right. Like, it's not even yours, man.
0: <laughs> oh, You changed the game on me already. changed right. the game. But so, I, I think it's funny because... Uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. So, um, even from my standpoint, I've always kind of battled with God at this because, you know, I've always said this and I'll be honest, like, I have a lot of issues in pride just because I want to... I just really want to feel good about myself and my life. And what would you say to some people who are like, man, it just seems like it's hard to continue when you know that you really just don't have control over anything. How, what would you say to you know students or young adults who just feel like they just have really just no control because there's so much going on. And just even like what you said with you know coming to Christ wasn't all on you. Like nothing... Absolutely not, and it's very humbling. to control and I, thing, and you know, for in certain aspects, it's kind of sobering that you have really no control over it. How would you say people who kind of struggle with with that part of it? Because I mean, I could, you know, for me, it's a struggle. Like well, con- control is take...
2: control isn't about control. Control is about trust. Okay. If you if you're trying to control something, it's because you don't trust the process or the promise, and so you have a when you feel out of control, it's not that. The world is out of control. It's that you don't have control of the world, and you hate that. I don't know if that makes any sense. No, I, 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 I do it does make sense. I um, that's I think I'm thinking through all the time because I have a control issue. My therapist told me that's kind of a joke, but also true.
0: Wait, uh, are you are you saying you're a Christian who has a therapist? Oh heck, yeah, man. Huh. <laughs> that's a that's a <laughs> twist, dude. It was so funny. I, I, huh. met, uh, I
2: uh, me and my wife, we have one, and we meet with. It's all uh. Preventative care is how we. Do. I mean, if we have an issue that comes up, we deal with it. But we have therapy for us is preventative care, so things don't get stupid and we need anything crazier. But so, so man, we could we could get into that for twenty minutes. But is yeah. So what was a thing. Like I I was in a session and they're like, hey, like without within like twenty minutes, which is so annoying. They're like, it seems like you have control issues, and I am like, <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I like to talk more about that. She's like, it seems like you are trying to control the conversation right now. Like, shut your mouth. Uh, but but you know, I mean, I realize I don't have a control problem. I have a trust problem. Because I don't, like, I um I want to have a I wanna touch on it. But people have these control issues, which just pains me because it's not a control problem. They have a trust problem. So if
0: we could really just get down to let go and let God, things uh, would be a lot smoother.
2: A bajillion percent.
0: How big that statement is, just let go and let God.
2: Dude, it really is. But people don't want to because they want control because they have to really trust God, which so, is hard.
0: Chad, so I know you work with a lot of young adults and... To control everything right now is everything. You know, you're in you're in an adult world, so you're there's pressure on you to make these great decisions and you know you have to put God first in those, or maybe you're like, you know what, God, I got this on my own. What are you saying to a, a high school student or even a young adult in this transitional period where you're just like, you know, I'm really trying to take the reins of my life right now because people are telling you, what college are you gonna choose? What job are you gonna choose? And you know, we're saying, "Hey, let God decide that." You know, what? Where yeah. would you say in that situation?
1: It all goes down to identity. Hundred percent. I think every everything equated to all the problems that we equate to um, with this younger generation. I say younger because I'm much older than this eighteen to mm-hmm. twenty-five. You don't look a day past twenty-six. Man, I appreciate you. You lie. I'm just, just... The, biggest, <laughs> the biggest problem is identity. They don't know who they are. They don't know who they are. And two, they don't truly understand who gets to define them.
0: That's a three-hour show. So Dude, they're reviews, man. They're looking
1: at culture to define who they are. They're looking at um, mega sports stars. And they're looking at uh, like athletes and, and, and rappers and philanthropists and all these people to define that's who I want to become. Because that's what I see it looks appealing. But then if you look back at what Christ did on earth and what we're called to do as Christ-believers and disciples of Christ, if you look at the lives of the disciples and you look at the lives of Christ, it does not reflect what we see in today's culture. In fact, Jesus was so anti-culture on both sides of the spectrum. Which is wild. Jesus came in on the scene and he didn't agree with the hyper-religious people that had grown up... living their life by he was the feelings. original law that God He was gave. definitely hurting feelings. And then they started applying their own restrictions and laws on top of that. Yeah. And then he didn't agree with the crazy people of the world, uh, like the Romans that had that lived that lived a life believing in multiple gods. A God for everything. A God for the toilet. A God for <laughs> constipation. Come on. A God for being thirsty. Like, there they had, had a God for everything, right? Everything. Because on both everything. sides of it, Jesus had nothing to do with either of it. Because he said it's not any of those things. It's mm-hmm. not about these rules and regulations, and it's not about living your life for whatever pleases you. And he's like, he came in and he gave us the ultimate example of what we are to do as believers. Love that. And I think if I'm talking to my group of young people and I'm saying, what are you aspiring to be? Who are you looking to right now? We just talked about this last night, bro. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I said, who Such are you a good looking to right now? Mm-hmm. Like, Who is your role model right now? Who are you looking to and saying, I want to achieve that? And then if you really achieve that life, would that really be the fulfillment of what God has for you? Ask yourself that question and be real with it. I think anybody who's listening right now, if they can ask themselves this question, who am I looking to right now to define my life and who I want to be? Is that really what Christ wants me to become? Is that truly it? And that's an identity issue because I think if we all understood that we are sons and daughters of the creator of the universe and we're co-heirs with Christ, that means we're royalty. We're oh, royalty with the creator of the universe. And We can ha- understand the identity of who we are, because it's truly who we are. We're engrafted into the body of Christ. That means we are sons and daughters of the Most High, the, 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 the creator, the being that we can't even understand yep. created the universe. We are sons and daughters of His. Therefore, we are... Think of it even old-school terms. Uh, think... Uh, Game of Thrones, all right? You have this king, and then you have his children. How hard did those children work for anything Nothing, in those man. shows? Not a bit. They got everything they needed. They got everything they needed. Handed to them. Yeah. I yeah, don't know. Maybe, no. I haven't seen them because I'm a Christian. But it's, yeah, I can't watch that. <laughs> granted, I'm just like pop culture. I'm yeah, sure gonna yeah, 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 yeah. resonate with somebody. But no, granted, no. they got the things they didn't need, right? That was unhealthy. Now, God's a perfect father, so he wouldn't do that. But he gives us the things that he knows that we need. Right? But if we just understand, if get back to I'm like on a rabbit trail right now. If we can get back to identity and understanding that we are sons and daughters of the King of the Universe, that changes our perspective on how we view ourselves. We're constantly trying to prove to everyone in society that we're of value by attaining products, by attaining cars, possessions, credibility, um, credentials. Um, anything right Every, everything we do is to put our name on something so it shows value of who we are that we are worth something to society if yeah, we would just understand that our worth is already above anything that can be valued here on earth it would change our perspective on what we're actually pursuing we don't pursue those things anymore and we'd actually pursue relationship with God and that's not a cheesy thing man we're talking about having a relationship with the creator of the universe that's a sobering thought yeah, but we get so caught in thinking about pop culture and what's getting jammed down our throats every single day from the media from social media from the news everything else we lose track of who we actually are
0: dude that's and real a lot of what I'm hearing is the more and a lot of simple truths to it because um, we make things way more complicated as trying to become a believer um, as it needs to be but what I a lot of what I heard you say is the kind of like the more you relinquish to God the more you re- you're you're given in a lot of different ways, because we want the tangible, but there's no amount of tangible things you can get that are going to fill that gap, that fill that hole in you. But the more we relinquish, the more we receive. Yeah, you know? I don't like
1: the term "let go and let God." I don't. It's a little churchy to me. I get okay. what they're saying there, but that is the concept. It is. The, the more you release control of your life and hand over the reins to God. To do what he wants to do, which is dying to yourself, which is a daily decision, by the way. It's not a one and done. Every daily. day you're waking up and saying, God, die daily. not what I want to do today, but what you want to accomplish through me today. Mm-hmm. Do that and then see if the Holy Spirit does something through you. I Dude. dare you. Dude, it'll mess you up. I dare you. He'll start doing all kinds of crazy things. What's that like, challenge again? Yeah. Let go and wake up every morning saying, God, I'm going to die to what I have planned today. Yeah. Like all the plans I have for making this money, cashing these checks getting these dollars, doing whatever, and you huh, put that so stuff right. aside and say, God, I'm just down for whatever you want to accomplish today through me. As uncomfortable as that might be at the grocery store, at the gas station, at work, at school, whatever. And if you're just down with God doing his thing, the Holy Spirit will make moves.
0: Alright. I love it. You got me. You right got me. then. You got me. <laughs> Alright. So, um, man, today's been amazing. I knew it was going to be crazy. Uh, just Having y'all two weirdos up in this piece was gonna be wow. Two weirdos in a nut, just gonna be crazy. Um, so I I'll, I I'll, I'll always want someone to walk away from uh, an episode, or show with something that can just carry a nugget. A, my favorite word is a, an actionable tie. And, and Chad, y'all chime in. What is something actionable someone can walk away with, either tonight, tomorrow morning, that they can just either better understand the Holy Spirit or allow the Holy Spirit to kind of move and work through them. Um, you know, that's, you know, that that just makes sense for them, whether either they're a beginner in just coming into understanding Christ and knowing Christ or someone who's just, who's been in it, you know, people who've been to church for years, but just never really experienced it yet. What are some actionables that they can do? (laughs) <laughs> I agree. It's I actually weird. already feel that. Okay. So. <laughs> okay.
1: the I would say told it's them. as simple as this, just like I've talked about before. You wake up and I wake up in the morning and I say, Good morning, Holy Spirit. Come on. And I just pray a prayer like I just stated before. Have your way today. Do whatever you want to do today. Less of me more than you, more of you. Just I, I'm laying down my agenda today and what I want to accomplish and I'm open to whatever you want to do. And that's the relational type conversation that I have with the Holy Spirit
0: in the morning. Can I ask I you something things? real quick? Go ahead. How awkward was that for you when you started that process?
1: Well, I think it changed with my perspective of the Holy Spirit when that changed in me because before that, I didn't view it as a relationship. Okay. So the revelation of the Holy Spirit wanting a relationship with me and that is, I, I just, and I may be way off of this, I just treat the Holy Spirit like I would Ty. Like for sure. Like a friend of mine, if I'm hanging out with him, it's real. I'm just talking to him like I would Ty. Dude, hey, come on. Good morning, man. Breach. And we have dialogue all day long. All day. car whatever. We're constantly talking because it's a relationship. Relationship. Right. where I shut up and I try to listen. Heck yes. listen to what he's trying to say to me. Because I'm a knucklehead and I'm always running and gunning. And I <laughs> like you say that because
0: sometimes we have these relationships where, like, you know, I'm going to just talk for an hour and then that person gets, like, one word in. Yeah, that's
1: rude, bro. If me and Ty were hanging all the time and it's always Ty talking and me sitting there listening, I don't think we'd be bros. Yeah. It's because like it's good to have dialogue back and forth. It is, yeah, for sure. So that's what I would say. Just it's not weird. It's a normal relationship. Just approach it like that. And the more you approach it that way and change your mind and your heart to the fact that the Holy Spirit of uh, the person of the Holy Spirit wants to have a relationship with me and I'm just gonna hang out and start talking to him, that's to me the game changer and like the catalyst for that new perspective i love
2: that yeah i've always loved is. the idea of like if you talk to holy spirit like he's your best friend eventually he becomes your best friend that's how it is
0: simple as that it's straight it's... like that
2: yeah i'll take it kind of my uh, my last my last whatever like you're saying yeah okay here's my advice for everybody let's go here we go um in love you just you just got to get over yourself Ooh. and that's that's it like as honestly nobody cares like nobody cares about all the things that we care about and we're super nervous about and insecure about. Nobody cares, no one's thinking about it like Jesus cares and all that stuff. But like maybe but like for real like I just you just got to get over yourself and just actually pursue Holy Spirit 100% and just see what happens. If it if it doesn't work for you, well, whatever. I've never met someone like that, but I think people just are really uh people have egos, man, they're prideful and if you just get over yourself, your life gets so much easier, man. Do you think
0: a lot of it's like, you know, I don't want to be seen as the Jesus freak. I don't want that label. Is it is it that what you're referring to, kind of like, or is it... Yeah, like, like any
2: oh. of it. Or like people are afraid to fail. Like nobody cares. No one's going to think about it. If you go to someone in the, in the grocery store and be like, hey, I think I have a word for you and it's wrong, they're, they're never going to think about that probably ever again. Yeah. So like you shouldn't either. Like get over yourself. Like because a failure doesn't exist. Failure is just learning. You know, you learn to hear Holy Spirit better. It's like any other relationship. See, so, yeah, I man, think, I think people get weird. People get nervous about what other people think. But what they need to care, like what Chad was saying, is just care. Wake up every morning. Holy Spirit, I care more about what you think than what others think, or even what I think. So yeah, I love what Chad Sanders got every morning. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Your plan over mine every time. Okay.
0: Uh, last question. I'm sorry. I know. I know. I said this was the end, but the last question just you came lie. to my mind because I, I remembered it. I know. <laughs> I'm a lot. This is so good. Okay. So this
2: is one of those intro questions.
0: Like Ty, where do you live? <laughs> <laughs> oh, where do you reside? Um, but no. Um, I like to always have something in there like as a defensive kind of play. Um I remember this happened and because it happened to a certain student of mine that was really strong uh, as a believer, it didn't phase him as much, but sometimes we interact with people and we're not as strong. So this is the situation. We're at retreat and he's praying and then a a Bible college student comes up to him and says Hey man, I want to pray over you. I think you're a leader in your school and I think you're going to be an amazing person to lead a lot of students to Christ. Homie was homeschooled. So it was like he was saying like, "Yo, uh, you know, the Holy Spirit told me to tell you all this stuff." But it was like, "I don't know if that's like it was almost like he's trying to fade the funk on it." So what would you say to someone who kind of like you know, gets into this situation where someone comes at them and says, the spirit told me this and you're just kind of like, ah, that's way wrong.
2: Yeah. This is well, the setups all wrong. Cause you're, you're trying to take it off yourself. Cause you're worried what they're going to think about you. But you say, Hey, uh, instead of saying, Hey, Holy spirit said this. Cause you don't, do you really know a hundred percent? No, you're 99. Like I am. And I'm like, Hey, I think I am hearing this, if I'm wrong, totally. Okay. But, and then that's the statement, but who can like, yeah, man. But I think people do that. And a lot of times I think a really healthy thing is, is, I see this a lot when people pray for other people, and they pray for others what they really should be praying for for themselves. Wow! And they'll be like, huh. It's interesting that you hear that from God because it sounds like your situation a lot more than mine.
1: Yeah, I think there's something cool, though, about at least that person was obedient if they felt like they needed to say something to that student. I think that's huge. Now, I think there's, like Ty said, there's a way to approach that and say, Mm -hmm. hey, this is what I'm feeling, man, and it could be way off. So, if it doesn't resonate with you, like I always challenge people to pray. If I tell them something like that, I'll preface it with, Yes, yes, I'm yes, feeling yes, this, yes. But you take it back to God, and if it resonates with you, then cool. That's awesome. If yeah, it doesn't, like I'm still human and I'm flawed, and I can, I, I ate pizza last night. So like yeah. it can be just. because
2: well, I love because we're, we're accountable for what we say, but they're accountable for what they do with what we say. What,
0: okay, because, and the thing was, he's a great so guy, good. he's a great student. And I feel like that could have been him. It's just the wording that he used was different. Like, it was because, like, he was a great leader in our group of mm-hmm. students. Yeah. But he doesn't go to a school to bring in more students. I think he was a great leader to the students that we had. So mm-hmm. I just feel like the wording was misplaced. But, yeah. like, yeah. when you hear the story, you're like, whoa. So, I like, I don't resonate. want people to be freaking out. We're like, oh, well, this is just all wrong and made up and jacked no, up. No, no, you no. know, I, I can resonate
1: with that. I've had people come. And say, hey, I feel like time. this, and and it just doesn't resonate with me. I take it back to God and I'm like, man, is there something I'm missing here? Because that feels a little off from where I feel like things are headed. Mm-hmm. But God, mm-hmm. if this is you, I want you to really resonate in my heart. Like I want you to like my heart to be pricked with this knowledge and like it really to resonate with me. And I'll take it to him, and if it does or you know, in does or doesn't, then I'll go from there with it. But but I'm still okay with the person feeling like, they should tell me something and being obedient in that moment. Yes, I okay. think that's where people get fr- afraid to do something because there's such a, especially nowadays with young adults and students, there's such a fear of failure. Mm-hmm. They don't even want to try because if they fail, they're they're so concerned about what they will look like if they fail. And they don't know how to react with failure. Okay, And I think it's totally cool to go in, into it not necessarily knowing, but at least being obedient to what you're feeling in your heart to say something but I think also a lot of people declare it with "Thus saith the Lord" or Dude. "This is the truth." And I always try to um, round the corners when I'm given some some, some like ideas from God. It's not so precise when I get it from Him all the time. It's hey, I'm feeling this, um, and, and pray about it. But I don't give I don't give specifics unless God's like color yellow, mm-hmm. and I keep hearing yellow. Then yeah. I'll say something like that. But usually when I get something from God for somebody, it feels very like I would, like me in that moment, I would have been like, Man, I feel like God's telling me you have like leadership qualities yeah. and God's training you up in this season for something he wants to do for you in the future. That could have been said the same way Exactly and it would have resonated differently with that student. Yeah. And there's not no not enough need to put all of these adjectives in these nouns. That's real what God's details. To do. So I I round it off and I just whatever Whatever the sentiment, whatever the, the thought is that's resonated with me, mm-hmm. I just give that. I don't try to give all this context around it. That, that really changed is, my heart on that situation. Yeah, too. Hearts, God's trying to project heart to it. Mm-hmm. He's not trying to project specifics into it. He wants to move someone's heart towards action. 100%. But it's not about... It. Rarely, and I'm sure there are times where it's like, go here to this corner at this time, and something's going to happen. I'm sure that does happen. 100%. But I definitely think in that moment, God was trying to tell that student... Through that person you got something in you and i'm going to utilize you so be open to it What well,
2: i think people grow in this here i'm going to bring it all back to pokemon people want <laughs> yes. charizard before they ever pick out charmander man oh like they do like they want to go like hey i got this work, especially like these youth camp things i'm about to do a ton of youth camps coming up and i'm like it's so funny because like they'll see me do something well i've been growing in this for years and they're like i'm gonna go all in like this dude yeah but me and holy spirit have a different relationship. Because we've been training, man. Like, I got all my badges from all my places, man. Like I- <laughs> He got
0: the badges! You're
2: trained up like uh, yeah, I got my go- and, and,
0: and I like that because it's like, you know, you can't move on to the next and you can't even, you know, as another reference to Pokemon, you can't even begin to operate in something else until you've conquered this first. I love that. I love
2: that. Whenever we're ready to close, at any time, I have the closing <laughs> question. If I can do that, I'm not asking us yes to shut up. I'm just, I just Uh-oh. got a question.
0: Uh-oh. All right, I think we're there at it's that point. Go can ahead.
2: Can I? Okay, here's my closing question. It's not, it's not spiritual at all. It's Pokemon related, as it keeps coming up. Did you, Chad? Did you play Pokemon? Are you uh, in that?
1: No, it was outside. My son played. I it, it was outside. Okay. Of I'm did, all in.
2: Time. Yeah, I figure. Okay, well, I'm all in. So okay. this is your first name with me at all then. Okay, hashtag. Okay, boomer. Okay then, <laughs> Dre. What's your? My question is, this, Dre, what was old school? When you got Bulbasaur, Squirtle, Charmander, Ugh. who who do you pick, man? Who do you pick?
0: It depends on actually who I was at the moment. <sighs> if I'm so feeling real. so It's weird how I feel that. It's weird how I feel I'm that. Like, Charmander, let's go. But if I'm feeling safe and reserved, I'm like, I really mm. want to push forward. Mm-hmm, I go with mm-hmm. Squirtle. Wow. But I always thought Squirtle looked cooler. I get it. I mean, it. Venusaur just looked like I can plant him.
2: And yeah, Venusaur is not a good pick, but I I do feel that's weird how I feel. He that man like, like, like weird
0: palm tree. In like Florida. I'm gonna be
2: rebellious. I'm gonna go water Pokemon. Like which is such a rookie <laughs> move, but it's like whatever, man. Okay, thanks. I see. I just needed that. I needed that for. I mean,
0: because I mean, if because you know Charizard was obsolete because you can get Dragonite, so. He made no sense because he can fly. Debate oh, Don't you ever say that again. <laughs> um, okay, He's then. Uh, can
2: I have one more last question? Let's go. Okay, I, I'm gonna bring it up to what Star Wars then. Questions. Yeah. What is a uh, what color lightsaber would you have?
0: Oh no! What? Oh no!
2: And I, I don't need the whole like the meanings because I know they have different meanings. Like yellow means I something. I just white learned means that something. they did. Um yeah, oh, But, but if
0: I could just go ahead and pick.
2: Yeah, just pick a color, man.
0: <sighs> Red's my favorite color.
2: Wow. You know what? Honestly, I so saw that. That was or a spiritual thing game. I was like wow This guy's a Sith man He's got,
0: got And you know what I would me. be the one Sith It'd be like Yo he's a Sith But then I'd be cutting You know I'd be cutting the Sith up too And I'd be like Yo he's cutting both sides up I'm like everybody's Getting a piece of that I'd action. watch that movie you
2: I'd know, watch that so, movie Chad what What uh, lightsaber color would you have? This is what I would do <laughs> Oh my this god Here we, we go <laughs> oh We're doing together <laughs> gotcha. This is what I would do I would do
1: something like Ooh, I feel because that Because I'm like the guy I'm That says like When it says you were killed by It's mm. like Pinkie Pie Or Love that. Little Kit Kat 21 Dude like, I want it to be so Humiliating yep. Humiliating for you When you die Dude. I feel like getting killed By a fuchsia pink Lightsaber Would probably be, Dude, that'd be kinda like, awesome. than A soft pink Yep. probably the second Which I want a little saturation there Chad would have yeah. it so that
0: When you got cut It left the color mark Absolutely there we go. I want okay. people to know You
1: got cut up by a fuchsia pink Lightsaber
0: I love it yeah. Alright And they
1: wouldn't even see it coming Like I pop it I pop that thing That bad boy open And I look like a goon And then you see this pink thing throw mm-hmm. thrown off mm-hmm. I've already got the mm-hmm. upper hand on it
0: that. that is the most petty <laughs>
2: <laughs> Dude I love it His is petty And you're like I'm going to play both sides <laughs> Like, I'm going to kill everybody. Like, I'm
0: not, because wow. I've been that person. Wow, I've this been, is... What about you? I don't actually... I
2: really don't know, man. I, How you I ask I question if have an answer? Because here's the deep thing. I might say red, because the, the Sith powers are way cooler. They are. I want lightning from my freaking hands.
0: You're
1: oh, although... Gifts, man. You're going for the gifts. I'm I am. I'm lie. doing it,
2: man. It's full circle. I'm going for the gifts. He's
0: going for the gifts? <laughs> I thought
2: Ahsoka's... All white Dude, the whites joints. are pretty but dope. she
0: just had the whole match. Yeah, like,
2: yeah, yeah. You got, Yeah, I feel like you got to do that. Like match. I would love matching. to see like yeah like the new she kenobi Mohawk,
0: a white
2: Dude, she, she looks like she just bought a new skin on Fortnite. Like she like <laughs> got the whole matching everything.
0: Like on or on Call of Duty, man. Yeah. That was oh, so epic. We can go on. There. Dude, we're gonna shut it down, y'all. I know good. y'all listening. Like, but um, you guys, thank you. Before we go. <laughs> Uh thank you guys so much for coming through fun. and spending some time with me today Absolutely. uh tonight getting into this um this heavy topic but you guys made it so tangible and edible and did I say edible that's Can you
2: not something. do that? Can we can, can we, we edit we, that one out?
0: We might have to. I don't know. I cuz you, you like people give you this stuff and it's hard to digest that's why I said edible. I get edible. that. No, I get you. I get you. Like like edible like Snickers. Don't some of y'all you're like, "Oh, he said edibles." no y'all I'm looking at y'all right now don't uh-huh. even go there because you did say it like that he hashtagged my podcast with- no. <laughs> but uh, you guys made it just so so understanding and so I appreciate you guys love it man that's that. fun um, so Ty I told you before you done did it so you're gonna have to close us out bring that Holy Spirit let's go
2: alright we'll pray Jesus just do your thing and everybody help everyone to get over themselves and more of you amen
0: <laughs> I was ready for the the big thing, you no, just man. made it so simple. I love it. Oh, do it. I don't, I don't, I don't pray big, man. Yeah, Let me don't. ask, last question. Last oh, my god. I promise, last question. I went, this one costs extra. What man. is your, like, <laughs> what is your, like, prayer over food? Do you ever pray over food?
2: Um, I have this idea. My wife is not <laughs> as big a fan of it. Uh, I like the idea of praying once a year for, like, 10 <laughs> minutes over all my food. and never have to do it again for the rest of the year.
0: Both prayer.
2: Dude, well just like God I, like, and like be legit with it. Like God, I wanna thank you for all the provision for the food. Man, would you just bless every meal? I pray that man, every conversation for every meal would be like just be That like, way you,
0: you never miss anything.
2: And then I'm just like I can just go in. You know what I hate is when I go to certain people's houses and like they get ready for like thanksgiving i don't know in like florida or something and then like they get everything out but then like it's like everything like hey we gotta take the picture we gotta hang out and then we gotta pray we pray these really long prayers. like dude i just want to eat the food man like so yeah i'm I'm all about that uh that 10 minute prayer once a year
0: So you heard it here first, Roll Radio. Make sure you get Ty over at your house to pray over the food because he's already done it. Do it. That's just how we roll. It's Chad, done. thank you for coming through. Ty, thank you so much. You're we welcome. out. Roll Radio episode four. Let's go, Holla. This is Raw Radio. Whoa.